Igniting Hope Ministries welcomes you. Prepare yourself to listen to a message that will spark hope and renew your mind. Hi, Steve Backlund here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. The title of today's message is Taking Thoughts Captive to What? By the way, this is a day of victory. This is a day of breakthrough. This is a day of freedom. This is a day uh, of salvation. Uh, Today is the day of salvation the Bible says, and salvation is more than eternal life. We celebrate that, but it's saved, healed, delivered. This is a day where your favor is increasing. This is a day where you're going to get ideas. This is a day where you're going to overcome things. This is a day where there's going to be a fresh wind in your sails. This is a day to overcome disappointment. This is a day to arise and shine. And I just see over you, I see strength coming in you. I see that even in your greatest battle right now, your eyes are being opened to how this battle is not just about you. It's about the people that you're going to influence through it. The frustrations, the disappointments, the areas where you just seem to be failing in, those are the doorways for your greater influence in the days ahead. So I bless you. I'm excited to be with you. I'm so glad that you tuned in today. I believe something's going to get on you. I believe hope is going to get on you. I believe joy is going to get on you today. I believe it's going to be like a shaking. You're like a boxer who's coming into the corner after the bell has rang, the, the round is over, and you took a few shots maybe, and you weren't expecting some things. And But here we are. We're, we're giving you some spiritual smelling salt, spiritual water we're throwing on you. We're we're fixing up some cuts. We're saying, hey, you can do this. You can do this. You've got what it takes. There's nobody like you. You're an overcomer. You're more than a conqueror. Everything you touch is is, is going to prosper according to Psalm 1. Wow, wow, wow. Hey, before I get into the message today, I want to let you know, some of you already know this, starting in September, we are going to have the transformational Mind Renewal course online. Igniting Hope Ministries is doing it. It's going to take the five steps of radical mind renewal. We're going to take a month on each step. It's also for those of you who have been fascinated by our belief training part of our ministry. And if you have a desire to pursue potentially becoming a belief trainer and Igniting Hope belief trainer, this is the course to take. Some of you that may not be what you want to do, but you love this message and you want to get it deeper. Listen, these five months are going to be a systematic way of getting these truths in you in a deeper way. Our hope level determines our influence level. And so this is going to help your hope level go where you never thought it would go. If you're not signed up for our newsletter at ignitinghope.com, Sign up for that and you will receive information about that. Wow. Hey, today's message, taking thoughts captive to what? 2 Corinthians 10.5 says, Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And I've shared much on that verse and how the the greatest spiritual warfare is not directly dealing with the devil, but it's the greatest spiritual warfare is directly dealing with our thinking and our beliefs. 
We don't discount the devil. We know there's times where we've got to deal directly with the devil. Is not the biggest problem. And so this is a powerful verse. Let me read it again. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. By the way, most I believe the biggest argument to be cast down is the argument of past experience. And another argument to be cast down is the argument of feelings. Feelings don't validate truth, but they just validate what we believe to be true. My wife teaches on that in her book, Victorious Emotions. Another verse I want to read is Hebrews 12, 2, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. And before I get into just the topic of taking thoughts captive to what? Let me just remind you that once we've surrendered our heart to the Lord, our main battlefield is the mind. The enemy of our souls knows if he can control our thought life, he can then control what we have faith for, whether good or bad. As we engage in this warfare, we are to look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. He started our faith and he will finish it. Philippians 1, 6, listen to this verse. Being confident of this very thing. By the way, we're to walk in spiritual confidence. We're to be humbly confident. Being confident of this very thing that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. I just say thank you, Lord, that everything that you've begun in me, everything that you've begun in the one who's listening right now, you're going to complete it. We thank you that you're going to complete our beliefs. You're going to complete what you're doing in our family. You're going to complete the ministries that you've started, the assignments that you've given. You're going to complete the breakthrough in areas where we need breakthrough. Wow, you're a great completer. It says, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. How do we look unto Jesus? Let me give you two ways. First, we look unto Jesus through adoration and worship. 2 Corinthians 3, 18 says this, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in the mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. And I love this, this adoration and worship and beholding as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord. As we behold him, our faith will naturally be finished if we behold his true nature through intimacy and encounters with him. Let me just say this. Our faith will naturally be finished if we behold his true nature through intimacy and encounters with him. And the second way I want to mention that we look unto Jesus is through focusing on and remembering what Jesus has done. Listen to these verses in 1 Corinthians 11, verses 24 and 25, talking about communion. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Every time we take communion, we are to remember the benefits of our salvation through what Jesus has done. And listen to this. This remembrance is not only for the Lord's Supper, 
but it is a key for us to regularly use to capture thoughts. This remembrance of what the Lord has done through his broken body and his blood, this remembrance is key for us capturing thoughts. You know, as we're exploring more on this thought of looking unto Jesus and focusing on remembering what he has done, I see something significant in 2 Corinthians 10.5, where it says, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. I used to interpret this verse as, I will not think any bad thoughts so I can be obedient to Jesus. <laughs> Let me say this. I used to interpret this verse, I will not think any bad thoughts so that I can be obedient to Jesus. This interpretation caused me to focus on what I need to do rather than what he has done. And anytime I focus on what I need to do more than what he has done, I am moving into the works of the law and away from grace and righteousness and believing in the finished work. The higher way of interpreting to the obedience of Christ can be summed up like this. I capture lies primarily by remembering what Jesus' obedience has accomplished through the cross and resurrection. I remember his victory. Let me say this again. I capture lies primarily by remembering what Jesus' obedience has accomplished through the cross and re resurrection. I remember his victory over sin, over sickness, over the devil, over poverty, over every curse, over shame, over punishment, over God's anger, over disunity, over death, over weakness. Jesus has, by his obedience, he's won the victory over all of those things. And he offers to me everything that he deserved through his obedience. Now, if you want to know what the result is of obedience and, and disobedience, go to Deuteronomy 28 where it's, it's the, the chapter about blessings and curses. And you'll get a good idea of what Jesus won through his obedience. And you'll get a good idea of, of the things that we don't have to experience because Jesus became a curse for us. The gospel is good news. We were doomed because of our sin. Then Jesus came and lived an obedient, sinless life for us to fulfill the requirements of the Ten Commandments and the law. And then Jesus took on the cross all the negative consequences for our sin and offers to us all the positive consequences of his perfect obedience to the law. We receive these benefits by faith, not works. And we will keep receiving the empowerment of those blessings as we take our thoughts captive to the benefits won because of Christ's obedience. Now, you know, you may need to listen to this again, because this, this is something, as we get deep into our spirit, it's going to do something about our relationship with God. It's going to break off any works of the law thing on us. It's going to root us more in the finished work and grace. Let me just repeat this. We will keep receiving the empowerment of those blessings as we take our thoughts captive to the benefits won because of Jesus' obedience. Wow, I'm so excited to share this with you. Steve Backlin here from Igniting Hope Ministries. Hey, if these podcasts are blessing you, tell somebody else about them. And by the way, in this season, I'm recording this in the beginning of June. In this season, I'm doing a Facebook Live almost every morning at 8.30 a.m. Pacific Daylight Time on Igniting Hope Facebook. They've been powerful. If you want to just get a sample of it, just go to Igniting Hope Facebook 
look under videos, and then listen to, to one. I believe you're going to get encouraged. We really want to minister to the Igniting Hope family right now. And that's a great connection point. The chats are just powerful. I have guests on at times, my staff and others. Steve Backlin here again. We're here to ignite your hope. There's no hopeless circumstances. They're just people who do not have hope. And once people get true hope, circumstances cannot stay the same. Hope is an unstoppable force. The, the question is never how dry the bones are. The question is whether someone has renewed their mind enough to believe the bones can live. It's difficult to influence that which we do not have hope for, whether ourselves, another person, or a nation. And I want to remind you as well, the joy of the Lord is your strength. We don't need strength at the end of the battle. We need strength in the middle of the battle. Pretty much for everybody listening today, today's just not a good day to walk in radical joy. <laughs> Let's laugh at that. Joy in a more convenient season, I will call for you. No, we need joy today. There's a lot going on. We grieve over things that have happened. We get involved as we feel like the Lord's leading us in certain things. But we need the joy of the Lord. It's our strength. A merry heart is good like medicine. And so today, let's activate our joy. Let's, let's build our joy muscle. Hey, again, thanks for listening. God bless. Steve Backlin here, Igniting Hope. I look forward to having you with me again on another podcast from Igniting Hope Ministries. We hope that you have been blessed by this message. For more resources, you can visit our website at ignitinghope.com.